Welcome, Mouse Lifers, to episode 103 of the Mouse Life Podcast. I'm John, your host, and this week we are cruising into the holiday season as Samantha has just returned from her first ever Disney cruise, and she will be sharing the details later on. But first, a word from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. This week I am joined by Jeff. Hello. Samantha. Ahoy. Jen K. Howdy, folks. Kathy. Hi-ho. And Janice. Hey, everyone. And cruising in from her little island to give us this week's news is Shelby. Whose show is on an island? <laughs> okay. I'm on cold medicine, but I'm on. Um, okay. So the first news story is due to the bus crash that happened earlier this week on Tuesday. I'm gonna say in Epcot parking lot. Yep, and um, actually it wasn't in the parking lot. It was the toll booth area. Uh, one bus rear-ended the other one. Fifteen people were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Yes, that's correct English. Um, I heard one woman at least broke her arm, said she had to have surgery. Hmm. But that was all that I heard. That was through a TA thing because it was the woman's client, the TA's client. So, yeah, but other than that, that's all I heard. Oh, and the guy was – the other driver was um, fine, ticketed. He's only 21 years old, too, which is crazy. Yeah. Ew, he's putting your hands in the youngins. Yeah. Were they, some, were they both <laughs> Disney buses or was one a Disney and one was a another? I mean, I couldn't tell from the pictures. I saw one was definitely a Disney bus, but right. I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, I think they were both there. Disney buses. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't clear from the description I read. Yeah, yeah. same here. Yeah. Clear. This doesn't fare well for my whole thing to my clients. Oh, your kids are fine on not having car seats my clients text me i think we're gonna rent a car i just saw that there's a bus it's accident. so rare it's so so yeah. rare I mean, it is very if your kids rare. go to school how many yeah. buses are cruising around there every day and exactly right. yeah I mean, how, yeah and i mean I, you know I have i used to work for for our transit agency here locally and bus accidents are really 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 rare even you know and like you know, in a large transit agency like we had, it's it's just it it's un it's uncanny really how very rare it happens. So they're still safe. I believe most in. people just <laughs> stay out of buses ways. Like when I see the bus, I just don't. That's the thing. Just More often than way. not, if there if there is a bus accident, it's usually because some driver you know of a car tries to cut them off or something. So. The bus drivers are used. They're really safe for the most part. So, there's my plug for bus drivers. Yay! Yay, <laughs> bus drivers! <laughs> the next news story is that there is going to be a tasting sampler package available with Rivers of Light. 
So for thirty dollars, well, first of all, Rivers of Light is a nighttime show at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, for thirty dollars, guests can buy a digital value card. Now, the digital value card will have thirty-five dollars on it. So you buy it for thirty, and you get a bonus five dollars on it. So it's it. like the opposite of the crystal hey. card. Right, yeah. it is. It's the opposite of the swar, the swar, is, uh-huh, that one. Yeah, that one. That one, the one? Yeah. Swarovski. 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 There we go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one. Um, this card can be used for tasting size, little, you know, sips and bites at or more than 40 food and beverage kiosks and carts throughout Animal Kingdom. There are... You get the Dole Whip float, and there's one discussion. There's Pandora at Asia, Dinoland, and throughout. Um, you can pick up your map of the participating locations at either Creature Comforts or Isle of Java. And this offer is good from December 22nd through January 2nd. And with this card, you will also get preferred seating for the second showing of Rivers of Light. So it's that's, that's pretty kinda cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. That does sound like a That'd be a lot of fun because yeah. you get to bop around and get different stuff. That's neat. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, that's meals. Those are yeah. meals right there because they have, like, Korean beef sliders and fried dumplings. I mean, yeah. you can, wow. That's like Milkshakes. you way through one of the festival things. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Right. Oh, that'd be wow. fun. Over in – I have to go down my notes. Over in Epcot – oh, Joey Fatone is filling in for – Edward James almost on December 24th and 25th, and no official reason was given for Mr. Almost's cancellation, but Joey Fatone from Net, from NSYNC is filling in for him. So that's just a little tidbit. Yeah. Staying in Epcot, the Garden Rocks dining packages opened on December 13th, and you can purchase the dining package and then have reserved seating at one of – the performances at the American Pavilion, Garden Pavilion Theater. At, um, the performances are nightly from 5.30, 6.45, and 8 o'clock. So that will at least get you guaranteed seating. Yeah. And those are, <laughs> yeah, those are the kind of thing, too, where, like, you have to wait an hour for, like, we were at Epcot today. and um, Oh, no. Well, That's Candlelight Processional's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, people it is. are already lining up and waiting. At they line up and then you have to yeah. wait. Yeah, because they're, f- yeah. Yeah, it was hours crazy. for those ones. Is that even with yeah. the people that have the reservation things line up? No. Okay. No. No. That's yeah, the no. advantage to getting a, the reservation thing. If you have a dining package, then yeah, you yeah. have reserved seating. Okay. But yeah, they have open seating for, you know, everybody else. And so, I mean, you don't have to have a dining package to, yeah. to be seated. They, they keep some open seating and yeah, people line up for hours. Forget who was doing it today. It was, oh, Blair Underwood, I think. Would that be? It was Blair Underwood. Yeah. We didn't stay. <laughs> my final news story, because I have all my notes from, Oh, yeah, for the International Festival Awards. Okay. So my final news story is that um, it already started It started on December 14th and 15th. Um, premium dining experiences and more on the Disney Cruise Line have gone up in price. Mm-hmm. So it started on December 14th for the Magic, Wonder, and Dream, and the 15th on the Fantasy. Now, so for Apollo Dinner is now $40 instead of 30 
The champagne brunch for Apollo is 40 instead of 30. Remy dinner went up to $125 instead of $95. Wow, that's the, a big jump. That's, that's mm-hmm. a big jump. That is a jump. The, yeah, the Remy champagne brunch went up to $75 from 60 and that can't be right. They must have switched the numbers because I have, um, the sweetest massage at Castaway K went up to 147 from 118. And the no, couples, they decreased in price. Did they? See, that's they what I have decreased. here, but, but it no, says they, they charged decreased. only if they all increased. Mm-mm. It says price they increase decreased. for everything. But then I look and it says, so did they, okay, that's why I thought so they did they the decrease numbers. or increase? Everything that I've seen has said decrease for one Decrease for the massages? One, yeah, okay. I'm going to look though. I'm going to double check because the whole thing said it, the, oh crap, I don't want to look it up. It said that it, um, yeah, it's, Where's Jen? She's our, she's our Googler. <laughs> it's a Googler. Yeah. Castaway. She's something. So the, I had the press release that I saw said decrease, but the Disney Cruise Line said increase. So I right. think that somebody has had a typo. That's why I was wondering if they flipped the numbers. I'm going to look it up. I couldn't unmute myself, but. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've always said Palo is one of the best deals. You know, it's only it was only like thirty dollars or whatever. At forty, I think it's still worth doing. Um, okay. Oh, sorry, Kathy. No, okay, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so the it prices have decreased. increased for dining. The massages went down in price. Yeah. So, so the, one the cabana eighteen from one forty seven, and then the for the cabana massage. Oh my God, Cabana Swedish Massage, yeah, and the couple Swedish mis- Swedish Massage went down to two twenty from two ninety four. I mean, really, mm-hmm. for an on for a beach massage for two Can't people, two twenty really isn't terrible. I mean, could be worse. Yeah, I don't think I would spend my time on the beach getting massage. I, I mean, either, but... it's me. But yeah, I know people. You know, people would do that. But yeah, but so yeah, so. What I was saying was that, you know, those premium dining, you know, I, I've always thought Palo is a great deal. Um, Remy is super high end. So. Right. I mean. More so than Palo? I, much more yes. so than Palo. Um, yeah. Remy's the, Remy's the top of the line. Okay. Palo's really good though. Really good. And, you know, the service there is so good. I mean, the the servers, like, work their way up to those. You know, they start out working in, like, the buffets and then in the dining rooms and that sort of thing. And they have to work their way up to Palo and Remy. So the service in those places is incredible. That's but, the one yeah. thing we didn't do. We didn't do it. We didn't do yeah, Palo. Palo is so good. I, you know, I I haven't done Remy. I don't know that I ever would. But, um, I mean, at $40, like I said, I I think Palo is still, is still worth doing, you know, if it – keeps going up much more it's gonna be harder i mean at 30 dollars, it was a steal so i don't know i guess we'll have to you know your mileage may vary right <laughs> yeah that cover the news that covers that the news the news excellent well and so you mentioned shelby the um festival of the arts so Correct. just to that, we we got information about that this week. Like the menus came out and that sort of thing. So we're gonna maybe cover that we'll do as that next an episode. Week. Yeah. So we'll so stay tuned, yeah. everybody out there. Yeah, the seminars and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Released. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's become a really popular festival. So I think we're going to, we're going to give that one some love next week. Sounds good. Yeah. We got any rumors this week, Jeff? I got a, I got a couple that I've been, uh, waiting to share for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one at last month's destination D, it was announced that the O Canada show, uh, would be seeing an update. In the most recent Disney Dish episode, Jim Hill reported that Martin Short will indeed be returning for the film. Nothing against Martin Short. I'm sure he's a lovely person. I just loved that film the way it was before. So the film will be seeing an update with both old and new footage, as well as a new recording of the O Canada song. The show is expected to be completed by late 2019, early 2020. So Martin Short is... How many million people live in Canada and Martin Short? (laughs) Great. How many millions are there? Really? That's where we're coming up. There's nobody else besides Justin Bieber. There's nobody else. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. It could be worse. What if we had Rush? That would be great. All three of them. Rush. Maybe they'll come to your Canada. Oh, oh, Getty Lee singing the Canada song. Yeah, oh, my go. gosh. That would be great. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm down with that. Yes. I don't. Let's See, I just happen. thought of a that great is, idea. Let's that make is it a happen. Brilliant idea. Let's make that, happen. that is a brilliant idea. <laughs> uh, Dan Aykroyd also from Canada. Yeah. William Shatner. William Shatner is Canadian. Oh, that's oh, great. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they need to do right there. That's yeah, right. the chat. We need the chat. I the chat, chat. <laughs> Let's just oh, let's Reynolds. all right. Let's think about this. Let's think of our top five candidates to replace Martin Short. Wait, Ooh, Rush Celine Dion. Dion. Wait, oh, no. Rush count is three or one. <laughs> Rush can still Rush can still sing the song. Yeah, they, they can, can still sing do the song. song. Oh, yeah, that's true. Narrate. Yeah, and have Shatner do the Shatner narrate. The, ooh, <laughs> great Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> And he needs to do it as uh, Wayne. Uh, no. Right? Okay. <laughs> Party on, guess. Oh, oh, oh gosh. No, I have the chat. I'm, I'm down with the chat. So we need the chat stat. Yeah. Chat stat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is why we're not in charge of Epcot. This is why we're not in charge of Epcot. Yeah. You know, I they could have. Listen, I could drunk and free for all. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't have those great white North guys, you know. You Bob losers. and Doug McKenzie, yeah. Yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie, cool, right? Cool, 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 cool. It could be worse. We could be saying Nickelback. <laughs> oh, are they Canadian? Oh, I thought no. They are. No, they're not. No one will claim them. I thought they were Canadian. I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Did you see? Oh, it's totally off topic. Did you see the Deadpool for Christmas commercial? No. Yeah. No. What one's upon a Deadpool? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it at that. It's <laughs> hysterical. At the end, it's hysterical. They mentioned Nickelback. Just Google it. Just take my word. It's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, next up, if we were already excited enough for Epcot Forever, we really will be now. Jim Hill <laughs> is reporting. That the show will debut on October 1st of 2019, 
Illuminations will see the end of its run sometime over the Labor Day weekend, which will allow for some time to have an extended run if it needs to. There is an expected to be a 7 to 10 day gap between the ending of Illuminations and the debut of Epcot Forever. And this is what everyone's going to be excited for. Epcot Forever will feature Figment and Dreamfinder with Dreamfinder <gasps> serving as host. <gasps> oh, yay! How, how do they then end that? How do they, how do they make that go away? How in I don't the world know. do they do that? I, I know. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Oh, the, that's gonna be cool. The water cool. levels are also expected to be reduced as they will be installing new infrastructures for the permanent show opening in 2020. But who cares about the new uh, permanent show when we could have, we should have be having Epcot forever, forever! Right? <laughs> really? I've <laughs> for now. I've for a while. Oh my goodness. Oh, like that. That'll, like, it'll be interesting to see how, like, much the water levels are drained. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Could be ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw the might, globe. There might be up, there might mm-hmm. be uprage. I saw the globe floated in today, like the drawbridge was up. Yeah, oh, I yeah, love that. There. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, we watched it float by. That was That's neat. awesome. I think it's funny because it's always it always reminds me of the band scene in Animal House because all the people <laughs> walk to the bridge <laughs> and they all just like stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just stopping there like what are we doing why are we going they, they all keep backing up <laughs> so there's more and more people yeah <laughs> oh, I never thought about it like that but you're right <laughs> and here's another I'll believe it when I uh, I see it uh, thing uh, Jim Hill is saying with the addition of the new Beauty and the Beast show to the France Billion uh, Dint's Disney is once again considering replacing the live stage show at Disney's Hollywood Studios with a film with, sorry, at the, at the Hollywood Studio with a Tangled show. Oh. Yeah, that makes oh, okay. sense. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That. That's been rumored for years. Rather and than having two keeps... Beauty and the Beast shows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're actually, if you actually are, you know, producing that other show, then, then you, might you have well a reason to not else. do it. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Here's a scary rumor. Uh, <laughs> rumor has it <laughs> that <laughs> cast members of the Walt Disney Railroad have been told that the railroad will be down for two years. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I got an argument on Facebook with somebody about this the other day. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what kind they of argument? Was, they, they said it was going to be open in spring of 2019. And well, they said, I heard two years. And they said, that's not true. Well, so then people kept backing me up. And I was like, thank you. If it's down yeah. for the construction of Tron, it won't open until Tron For opens. Tron. Yeah. Right. Or at done. least until Tron is, until like they've All finished. All the work is until they've the done the yeah. exterior. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be open, but it certainly has to be right. done. Yeah. I don't understand why they're not, I guess it's budget, but when they were building, doing construction and they couldn't make a full loop before, it would run from Main Street to Frontierland and back. It just wouldn't make the full loop. Well, well, they just go do that now. I don't, yeah, well, I don't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. It just ran backwards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it went forward and backwards. It went to <gasps> Frontierland and back because that was as far as well, that was when they were working on Mickey's Toontown. Um, yeah, I'm mean, for they fantasy do that now. And the new fantasy. Yeah, I don't understand why they're not doing that now. Mm-hmm. But I guess budget. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Who knew it was everybody's favorite ride either until they were like, hey, we're going to close it for a while. Yeah, well, yeah. everything is everybody's I mean, favorite well, when they're yeah. it. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. Except for Stitch. Except for Stitch. Oh, yeah. There has not been an outcry <laughs> for Stitch to come back. No. No, we have not. Had really? <laughs> there were some Maybe. people, right? No. I mean, there were even people who liked the hat <laughs> at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> when the hat went away, there were people who were like, no, <laughs> Yeah. 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 I want my view of the. I I like oh, yeah. my view of the Chinese theater. Sorry. Everybody, everything's got a fan, I guess. Everything yeah. has a fan. Okay, and then finally, um, this is news, but although unannounced, um, it was recently revealed that Scott Drake, uh, who is a Walt Disney Imagineer, is now creative director of Walt Disney Imagineering's global marvel portfolio uh which presumably means that he has taken it over from the legend himself joe rody uh-huh is he the one that's going to build the lands yes everywhere but here yes. <laughs> uh, yeah joe rody was over marvel the yeah. marvel he, properties he, well he was overall he was yeah because he, yeah. he 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 uh headlined the uh mission breakout oh he did okay all right so Joe's globetrotting. He ain't got time for no Iron Man. I know. He was just with elephants the other day. Yeah. Oh, he had a monkey no. on the table the other day. That was his – I've mm-hmm. learned – I'm an anthropology major minor, and I learned more about world cultures from Joe Rody's Instagram account than I did in college. Right. <laughs> he loves his <laughs> That's incredible. He is so awesome. I Impressive. love that. I love that thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I heard on – I think it was even on John's favorite show, the, the Jim Hill thing. The – uh. So you know that Salvador Dali worked with Disney, worked mm-hmm. with Walt Disney at one yep. time, yeah. and they they used that artwork to produce an animated, a short animated film, right? Yep. So they basically produced that film in order to hold on to the rights to the Salvador Dali work, because if they hmm. if he made it and and they didn't use it, Disney wouldn't hold the rights to it, right? Yeah. So they've been sense. waiting ever since then for somewhere to use this. Well, that project, that's where the name of this Grand Destino comes from. The Grand Destino Hotel in Coronado Springs is going to be full of Salvador Dali artwork from that. It is going to be filled with Salvador Dali's. That's where they're going to put it. They've been waiting for somewhere to tie it in, and that's the place. That's the name tie-in, too. Apparently, that project had something to do with Grand Destino, and that's going to be the – that is going to be in the lobby and the artwork and all there is going to – that's where they're going to house all these Salvador Dali works that they have. It's a really good fit. And I cannot wait to see that. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, the Walt Disney Family Museum, it might be a year and a half, maybe two years ago, had a big – that was their feature exhibit for a yeah. while. Well, and they – that's been traveling and because great the book. same exhibit was at the Salvador Dali Museum in – Florida, not Correct. Tampa, but south of St. Pete. Saint, Saint, it's in St. It Pete. Pete. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they yeah. had that. <laughs> it's, it's that this area, yeah. My friend went and saw it there. And so I think yeah. it was probably the same exhibit was at both places. But uh, that artwork is going to be in the in that new hotel in Coronado Springs, which is a draw in itself, whether you're staying there or not. I'm going to go to look at it. Cause you should yeah, absolutely. Really cool. But I thought that was neat. 
That's great. That is Fun interesting. Fact. Fun fact. <laughs> the more you know. There you go. There you go, Jeff. Now you can do the more you know thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. Drop it in. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> So now that we finished news and rumors, Samantha was cruising on the high seas last week, and now she's going to give us all the details on her first ever Disney cruise. Ooh! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so the the need to know details was um, Cam and I went on just the two of us a Disney cruise on the Disney Wonder, and that uh, departed from Galveston, Texas, on the seventh. And was seven nights. We got back on the 14th. So that's kind of the need to know. Um, so we booked this cruise really last minute, which the Mouse Life crew knows. Um, we had about 35 days to prepare, which was kind of crazy. So if you haven't done a Disney cruise, I'm just going to get this out there. Do it. Don't hesitate. It's pretty amazing. Um, yep. The, the service was impeccable. The food was amazing. Um, the ship was super clean and even you know kim and i were kind of discussing like what we liked and what we didn't like and he said you know at royal caribbean which is what who we normally cruise with there's always dirty cups and plates and just like stuff mm-hmm. trash the trash overflowing because they're just not as quick and it you know one of the men that we met on the cruise his name is mike he literally turned to cam and said you know, they wouldn't have a job. They'd be kicked off at the next port if the ship looked like that. I mean, it was, wow. the ship was, you know, absolutely impeccable and, yep. um, adults. Let me, can I just real quick. So when you, on Royal, Royal Caribbean, they have casinos, right? Correct. Which Disney they don't not. have on Disney cruises. Do they smoke in the casinos? Or do they allow smoking in the they casinos? Do. They do. They do. Because that's always one of the things I hear is that, like, you know, whenever you go buy a casino on on another cruise line, like you get that wafting smoke coming at you where you don't. That's another thing. You don't have like that smell of smoke anywhere on a Disney cruise right. ship. If that's something. That- I smoke and neither does Cam. So I can't. I know that there was a smoking section after six o'clock on like deck four. And then mm-hmm. there was two others that I, I couldn't tell you exactly where they were located. I just know that Mike and another girl that we met, Kristen, they felt they would you know, run up to the smoking deck or whatever. But they don't even allow vaping on the ship inside. You have to go to the smoking section even to vape. So that's kind of mm-hmm. I don't like when people vape. And mm-hmm. that's just, if you don't allow smoking, you don't allow vaping. That's just my right. my little TED talk. Um, <laughs> but so we had it. We originally had an, a deluxe interior room, which um, is where they have the split bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I could see where that would be beneficial for maybe a family who has kids, but for us, we found it kind of annoying that, you know, we'd have to go use the restroom in one room, and then if I was getting in the shower, I'd have to the shower know, get out other, and, yeah. and yeah. you know, run into You go from one to the other. That's kind of funny. Yeah, so, it's, I mean, it's kind of strange because, you know, like, we didn't really have the need for the two bathrooms now. Yeah. I could see where it would be beneficial if you had a toilet. If you had two toilets, that would be beneficial. Yeah, but you don't. a toilet and a sink and then a sink and a shower. Mm-hmm. And on Disney Cruise Line, all of the um, rooms have the the tub. Now, I will say I forgot to – we ended up upgrading at the port and got an ocean view room. Nice. Um, so the, the, the upgrade cost to go from a 10C 
to this ocean view room was 287, which I didn't feel like was terrible for a seven night cruise. It was like $37 a night. Yeah. Um, not so terrible. That was, a, that was a porthole. That was a porthole. Yeah. And it wasn't the one you could sit in. It's just a no. regular room okay. window, like big old porthole window. Okay. It was different because we've never done that, but going forward, we probably won't spend that extra money to have a porthole. Only I get, I didn't, I get motion sick and I didn't really think about it when we didn't have the curtains open a whole lot because mm. if we oh, were moving super fast. So when you're fast, looking out the window, it would make your seasickness worse. It made me sick. Yeah. Oh. Because if I looked, if, because we were on deck mood. two. Right. Well, it was worse if I looked straight down because we were on deck two, so we were pretty close to the water. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't know how it would affect me if I was farther up, but if I looked out straight out, I was fine. But if I looked down at all, I, w- I was done. Usually, if you're lower, there's less motion, I thought. There, yeah, the higher I was watching mm-hmm. the motion. That was the yeah, problem. Okay. I was, like, watching yeah. it. Okay. Uh, you know, so um, I'm trying to make that. I'm trying to get like bullet points here and try not to yeah. make it too detailed. Um, so we got on. So when you go to Galveston and you get on a cruise, it's like a. It's not like a cruise terminal that's at Port Canaveral or anything like that. It's like a warehouse. So you kind of feel like you're doing a drug deal. Like Kim and I kept <laughs> joking at the security that we were like going, like being searched for drugs. Um, I won't. <laughs> I'll say this, they're way more lax about their alcohol on board policy than they lead on, and that's all I'm going to say about that. There was quite a few people on our cruise that got away with a lot of things, yeah, bringing things on. So if you can use your imagination, you could pretty much get away with it. That's what we're going to So. Not that we condone such a thing. Not that we condone such a thing. And I carried on like the little pre-mix Malibu drinks in Key West. They didn't take them because when they scan your bags, they just look like cans of soda. So, (laughs) and people that we met have like wine recorking kits. So they would drink this wine and then they were darker bottles. They'd fill them up with alcohol and recork it and reseal it. And when they went through security, they just look like bottles of wine. Oh, Man, people okay, really people go, go to lengths. The wine I, is well, okay, I mean, if you're, but liquor's not. Wine, you can bring you like can, a bottle of wine, two bottles of wine, something like that. Two okay. bottles of wine per yeah. person, or a six pack of mm, beer, twelve right. ounce beers okay. per person right. per port. So, like in Galveston and okay. Key West, like you get the picture. Back to the. The regularly scheduled conversation. Um, my second <laughs> tip is to definitely join your cruise group. Um, since Cam and I don't really have kids, I got on Facebook and joined our cruise group. You know, you can Google your ship and your sail date, and usually there'll be a group with other people that are sailing with you. That'll give you opportunity to join a fish extender, and a fish extender is just basically a secret Santa that they do all year round. For my seat, for my cruise group, I gave out little Mickey head bottle openers and little koozies and it said Mickey ears and cold beers. And I gave out little emergency like toiletry kits to the teenagers, teen girls and moms and things like that. Um, you can meet people. So before we even left, I had connected with a few people, Christy, who is also a travel agent, um, Sherry and Jennifer, who were travel agents and then a travel agent named Van and his wife, Katie were coming. So, you know, we already knew people getting on the ship. And so it made it really easy to, and, like, Christy and Jen and I, like, we had all conference, like, Skype called each other. So 
Like we had already had like a relationship going into this. So it was like, Oh, we're just hanging out with old friends. Like by yeah, the time the like cruise was over, felt like we'd known these people for 20 years. Yeah. It was awesome. So well, kind of cool. Um, it is kind of cool. So we got on, we did, you know, we ate lunch, we put our bags away for the ship a little bit, did our sail away party. And then our first night we ate at Tiana's, which was awesome. Uh, so each ship has three sit down restaurants and they, Vary a little bit depending on the ship. The Wonder has uh, Tiana's Place and Animator's Palette and then Triton's. And then the Dream has, instead of Tiana's Place, what does the Dream have? The Dream has um, Enchanted Garden, Animator's Palette, and um, Royal Royal Court, which is the equivalent to Triton's. Right. And then the Royal, Shelby, the Magic has... Royal Palette, Royal Court. Rapunzel. <laughs> the Rapunzel. Tangled. I don't Lumiere. know what this one has. Lumiere's, yeah. Uh, okay. So they vary a little bit, but kind of the same. Um, I think my favorite restaurant was, pr- I don't know, it was, it was toss-up. I will say Triton's was not my favorite one because it was seafood heavy and I'm allergic. Mm-hmm. And our service just wasn't, it wasn't great the first night. It took us over two hours to eat dinner and they turned the lights on us in the middle of dessert and they were like basically to like, you need to eat your dessert and get out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that was the first night, but like Triton's was definitely not my dining favorite. So, um, but yeah, we did, we saw Disney dreams, which was really good. Um, we saw the golden Mickey's, which was good. We also saw a ventriloquist and he was hysterical mm-hmm. um, at both his family show and his adult show. But I did most of the, quote unquote, the Disney shows by myself and Cam would just go to the pub and hang out. And that's not really his thing. I wasn't going to make him <laughs> suffer yeah. and go and sit through something like that. So, but it was okay because I would meet up with like Kristen or Christy or whoever like was going to be there and be like, Hey, um, and we had second dinner. So you, this is also different from Royal Caribbean, um, second dinner, 15 show, mm-hmm. um, Royal Caribbean. If you have second dinner, you go to the 10 o'clock show. So it was kind of interesting, funny things to do after dinner, but we would go to the adult only stuff, which was Cam and I played a couple's game called seriously. And Kathy, I can send you a couple of pictures to put on our website if you want. Yeah. Um, where we put on, we had each other's shoes and we had to be like, you know, this is really funny. Like one of the questions was in the start of your relationship, who farted in front of who first? Oh, that's spectacular. Oh gosh. Like, you know, and it was funnier. Whose family's crazier? And we were doing really well until we got to the last couple of questions. And then I was like, now I know why they call it seriously because I turned around and I was like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> but, um, we played, yeah, him and I played a couple of different games and it was, um, trivia was big. Our group played trivia mm-hmm. almost every day. So we did yeah. like seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousand single generation of music trivia, except the two thousands. We lost by one point. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> um, and our club director was Rod and he was straight off the dream. He had just come off the dream and he was really funny. He's actually the first comedian that Royal, or not Royal, I'm sorry, Disney Cruise Line has ever hired as a club director. Nice. So that was really hmm. cool. Um, so they did actually a couple of different like trials of him do, being a variety act on the wonder while he's the club director instead of have, bring somebody in one night, he would do a stand up comedy, both family and adult. Um, and so every, Every day we'd have to sing Eye of the Tiger, um, and he would mute it. And so, so it was very interesting to know that most of us do not know the words to Eye of the Tiger. Like, oh, no. Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't know the Oh, that's great. <laughs> so you think by the second, he even said, you know, after I, you guys were in Key West today, I think y'all would have looked up the lyrics. 
or whatever, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really funny. So, um, the only, I think the only letdown of the entire cruise was what we didn't, we didn't win bingo when we played. That was kind of sad. We kept getting <laughs> to the last number. We were two, two numbers away from winning $9,600. Oh, so that, no. I was like, literally like, oh my God. Um, and they called the next number and we were number one number away. And then they were, somebody was like, bingo. And somebody oh, won the God. entire $9,600. But we love playing bingo. But the only real letdown was the last morning we went to Triton for breakfast and it was horrible. Yeah. No. All you know what? The food it's, was overcooked. It was it, like really, really slow service. It's the you know what? It's like pop tarts and like Eggo waffles and it's it's powdered eggs. It's breakfast really? and restaurant on the last morning. Don't do it. Yeah. Really? It's not, the same no, thing. Not same the last, thing as the dream. Not the, day the last morning. We got off the last full morning that oh, we last like the last day morning. at sea. Um. Yeah. The the last we just had. I just had a bagel and hash browns the very last morning. Uh, and it was okay. fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the last day at sea, we, we went to Triton's. It was terrible. Um, I got eggs Benedict and I cut into it and the eggs Benedict upstairs had been amazing at Cabana's and I cut into it and it was like hard egg. Like they'd overcooked the yeah. egg and the ham was like crispy. It was just, it wasn't good. And everybody was kind of like, Oh, this is not really what we expected. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and then missing Castaway K was a big bummer. So yeah. we. Um, so why'd you miss Castaway K? Was it? Yeah. Key, I'm sorry, Castaway Key. Um, well, we got an announcement that, so that was, okay, hold on. Friday we were in Galveston. Saturday we were at, in, at sea. Sunday we went to Key West. So Sunday afternoon we got an announcement saying that overnight we lost a generator mm-hmm. so we were kind of just bobbling around i guess and they were going to try to fix it in key west but if they couldn't they had a maintenance team in nassau that would be able because that's where the ship was built or, or that's where its home port is or whatever and they'd be able to fix it so but if they couldn't fix it they would update us on our timing so a, one of the girls in our group heard from a cast member basically saying Hey, if they can't fix this, don't, don't expect to be home on Friday. So oh, wow. we we're like, okay, so we're just, we're just bob, cause we could only go like half speed. So okay. we were just bobbling around <laughs> and, um, we get to Castaway and it's like, we were told that we would pull up to Castaway at 7.30 and by 8.30 they would have us off the ship. So we're like, okay. And what really sucked about it was we went in with our group of people that we met and got a cabana. So oh. We had 10 of us in a cabana. And, oh, yeah. um, cause one of the girls was concierge and just, she literally went up to guest services and was like, is there any cabanas available? We'd like to rent one. And they were like, yeah, there's one on Serenity Bay, which is adults only, which yep. are fixed. Yeah. It was just adults. Hmm. And, um, we were going to have a cabana. So oh, that's we're all know. packed up. We're having breakfast. We feel them swing the ship around because they have to back the ship into castaway k and we stop and i'm like well that's not normal i mean it was windy but it wasn't like overly windy Mm -hmm. like and so the crew's there and they're waving to us and i mean we're close enough that we can hear the crew yelling like can't wait to have you guys woo like you know they were excited that we were there and on the island and all of a sudden we stop and we start pulling forward and the crew and then we get this announcement and they're like we're gonna try again at 9 30 Nine thirty comes. Same thing. They pull the ship around. The crew's there to to greet us. We're pulling all the way in. We stop. 
that's it. Oh. So then he comes on, Captain Henry comes on one more time and he's like, I'm going to try again at 1030. I've consulted with whoever makes the decision on land that watches the weather. The currents are going to calm down in the next hour. Hopefully we can hit that sweet spot where we can just pull right in. I'm not kidding you guys. We probably could have made a chain of people and like high five the island. That's how close we're at 1030. Oh, wow. And he just couldn't, he couldn't get us in like, you know, and so of course people were like, aren't there emergency tenders or something you guys can do? And it basically boiled down to the currents were really strong and we didn't have full power yeah. to get us in there. And then we yeah. found out later that Captain Henry actually damaged the ship trying to get us into Castaway. Nothing Ooh. major, but it was going to have to be fixed at the next dry dock. So he tried. I mean, yeah. the, the crew was like, in tw- this one guy has been with Disney Cruise Line for 20 years that was on the Wonder. And he said in 20 years doing Bohemian cruises i've never seen a captain try so hard to get you guys to castaway k so or, sorry so it was it was really disappointing and you know the whole that just made the, a lot of people bitter and i you know i get it it's a seven-day cruise we have three stops the ship's not huge so there's not a ton to do but you know you just have to make make it you know we took a nap we had, we went and had a bloody mary like we played some trivia <laughs> like you just yeah did you know, yeah. and that was also pirate night. And so, you know, we had a modified show for pirate night, which was, you know, it was just the wind was just incredible. And then we got to Nassau and it was, it, we had 50 mile an hour winds. Like we ended up being wow. sandals for like two hours and we ended up coming back because they had closed the beach. They closed the pools. Like there wasn't anything for us to do other than sit around and drink. And at that point I just <laughs> rather spend $5 and on a drink and go back to the ship. So. Yeah. We, we decided as a group collectively, but so the weather was a bummer, but all in all, like it's not a lot of Disney in your face. I mean, you can make it very Disney if you want. There's lots of characters to meet. There's princesses. There was Santa because of, it was a maritime cruise, um, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, like things like that. But if, if you didn't want to have very much Disney, you didn't have to. If you mm-hmm. didn't want to see a character, Heck, if you didn't want to see a child, you didn't have to. Well, that's what really? I was just going to say. Adults, yeah, and you can, there are adult only, there are enough adult only areas that you can, you can definitely have an adult experience on a Disney cruise. It's not. I haven't booked a cruise yet for people with children. Really? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's always yeah. been just, next, next August, 2019, that's my first family, but they're all like in their teens. I mean, I've done both. I've done adult only and I've done with my family. And yeah, those, the adult, the adult experiences are, are many, many and varied. I mean, you can yeah, do a mixology so, class and you can do a tequila tasting and, you know, you can, you can go to the clubs at night. You can, there are right. adult pools and, you know, there, there's adult dining, you know, Apollo and Remy, you have to be 16 or 18. I forget. 16, 16. or no, 18. I'm sorry. 18. Is it 18? Yeah. It was 18. Yeah. The only time. Yeah. So we hung out at signals a lot, which was the adult only bar. And, um, we, you know, the cove, which is the coffee shop that's adult only mm-hmm. and yep. all yep. that good stuff. And like at night, the, the shows at 10 and 10 30, they're adult only. And they do a really good job of making sure that they stick to that because there were mm-hmm. times that people would have little babies, six month old babies. And they'd be like, well, my baby doesn't know any different, you know, and it's not that they're worried about the humor, but they're, they're there to make sure that it's a relaxing experience. It's an adult you know? experience. It's, it's an adult right. experience. So, um, 
we did like the adult silent DJ, which was hysterical on the very last <laughs> night. So, you know, you put the headphones on and yeah. the whole room is silent except for the headphones yeah. and there's three different, <laughs> three different channels. So that was really funny. And then, um, but yeah, you didn't have to see, you know, I don't have to hang mm-hmm. out with kids. Like we didn't hang out at the main pool at all. Like right. we, when we went to the pool, we went to the adult pool. Now yeah. me, if it was like me and Amy traveling, we probably would have hung out at the main pool. Cause that doesn't really bother us. And we kind of like the chaos of watching the kids and everything. They have movies on the funnel right, and they have movies at the main pool all the time, all that, day. Yeah. The only thing I wished at like at the signals bar, which is the pool bar over in the adult area and the adult pools, they would have had music piped in, mm. even if it was like, adult music or you know beach music or something they didn't have any music hmm. piped in and so it was a little quiet over yeah. there which I mean I understand that that's kind of the point but almost to a fault like it's a little too quiet over here well there's but, quiet and then there's like you know just silent <laughs> that's not right and you know there's no ambiance you know you want yeah. something you know yeah all right all right you told me something I'm gonna we're gonna share here because you you told me I told you to something. Oh yeah, the palette, <laughs> the black truffle percent. So yes, the pasta percents. Yeah, pasta percent. So Kathy has said on her trip reports before on Disney Cruise Line that you have to get these little pastas, and I was like, okay, so I ordered them. Hands down, the best thing I put in my mouth the entire cruise. Um, yes. I was like <laughs> kicking myself that I didn't order a second batch. <laughs> and then so our whole good. table. So at dinner, we we were at adult table of eight. We had Mike and Christy and then um, Sherry and uh, Jennifer and then Van and Katie and me and camp. So we were only adult table, which worked out really well. Um, and you can request that. If you're listening and you're going on a Disney cruise line just as adults, you can request to be adult only table at dinner, and they will sit you with only adults if you don't want to. And How many that wasn't... people sit at a table anyway? They have different numbers. They have different tabletops. Yeah. But let me tell you something else too. Is it different in different restaurants, or do you always sit if you've like? You're always with the same, yeah. Always with the same people. If you sit at like a six top, you're always going to sit at a six top. Yeah, right. Okay. So let me let me let me tell you too that because because Sam is social and likes to meet the people and like hang with the people, and I'm not like that. Yeah, I I don't like the people people either. So listen, what you can also request a private table. Yeah, and you will have a private table through your entire. You can have a. A double, like with you and Lisa, you can have just a two, two top. Um, with us, we get a four because we have a, we have a child, but it was, it's just us. It's just our family. We don't, you know, have to socialize with strangers if we don't want to, you know, we just stick to ourselves. And so on a Disney cruise line, you can do that. You don't have to, you're not, you're not forced to sit with, you know, a group of other other people, other people if you don't want to. Right. And when, but if you are assigned that group, then you then you have that through your entire dining. Yeah. Okay. When would you request request a private table? You would call. You um, have to call beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. if you want, I mean, since there are four of you guys, chances are you will be sat by yourself because you're like, you know, sometimes they'll sit like a family of three and a family of three to make a table of six and three together, or a family yeah. of four with a family of four, but. I saw a lot more four tops than I did anything because that's the yep. typical okay. family size, two kids, two adults. If you get sat with another family and you don't want to, that first dinner might be awkward, but you can always go to the maitre d' and ask if there's any any way for you guys to switch to a private table. But you can just call Disney Cruise Line, let them know, hey. And, and 
And what they'll do is they'll put in your request and you may or may not get it. But let me tell you, on your first, on your, when you board, when you first board, they'll have, um, they'll have like a station set up in one of the restaurants. Usually, usually it's something like Triton's or, you know, Royal, Royal Palace. I think I said Royal, whatever it is. On the magic, it was in the bar area. And so what you do then is, is you'll ask, you know, when you check in and then they'll tell you where to go to make your dining changes and you can go to that place and generally, Almost anything that you want to request, they can kind of shift things around and make it happen. If oh. you get there and you get in first okay. and you, you yeah. ask for that, you know, you don't know for sure if you've gotten it or not, you know, when you, before you board, but once you get on that ship, if you go to the dining, wherever they're doing dining changes, you know, they'll just do, 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 and, and hook you up. So okay. you right. can get yeah, almost anything you want. We didn't know if our request, cause you know, Jen came to me and was like, Hey, how do you feel about, you know, all of us kind of linking together since we don't have any kids with us and sitting together at dinner. And I was like, that sounds great because as much as I like to be social, there have been cruises that I've been sat at tables with people I don't know and yeah. I haven't clicked with them. And it's awkward because it's like, you can't feel like you can't talk to anyone, you know, at the table without yeah. including everyone else or, you know, yeah, so it, it is awkward, but um, we ended up, our, our request was granted. And so, but yeah, um, on the black truffle pasta. So the very last night or the second to the last night, Sherry pulled our, pulled the dining manager aside and asked, Hey, we know this isn't on the menu because on the seven day cruises, you get the first three days have the same menu at, at each restaurant. Or like Tiana's has the first, the same menu night one, two, and three. And then there's pirate night and which all the restaurants have the same, um, the same menu. And then night four, five, six, or, five, six, seven, it, it rotates to a secondary menu. So the black truffle percets were on the first menu. So mm. he's like, I can't promise. So she asked, is there any way we could get, you know, I could get a plate of those. And I was like, Hey, me too. And then everybody in our table ended up <laughs> wanting a plate. And so he actually called the kitchen manager and requested it. The guy said, promise anything. I have to see if we have enough ingredients to make it. Yeah. Um, and he actually did grant our request, but he made her, larger plates for double. Oh, so man. Like, so you had it almost couple, like entree size. Yeah, because it's yeah, technically so an appetizer. You started something. Shared. I totally yeah, did. And what oh is this gosh, thing? It's a black truffle set. So it's basically a cheese ravioli that has yep. truffle. It's called, it's truffle, truffle scented oil. is what it says. So yeah. it has truffle oil. And it's got a champagne sauce. So it's a really light, think a really light and airy like Alfredo sauce on yeah. it. Yeah. And so it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> but it's like the perfect appetizer where it doesn't really fill you up, but it's just rich enough that you're satisfied when you're, it's, it's so good. Like, but I want, I want it as an entree. I want like a big old honk. And you can ask yeah. them. Oh my God. Yeah. And you can That's ask it. them, like you can tell them, I want this as an yeah. entree and they'll bring you a double or triple order. Cause I think like the treasure size have like four, four yeah. of them. Like I said, I was kicking myself or not, you know, and like yeah. Triton's one night was a lot of seafood. And so I asked the server like, Hey, is there any way I can get a Caesar salad? There's not a single thing on the appetizer menu I can eat. And mm-hmm. he was like, Oh yeah, no problem. I'll let the kitchen know. And um, they all share a kitchen. I was going to say, they probably so, have fewer kitchens than they have restaurants. Yeah. 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 And so it's pretty easy, like to get like basic stuff. And you know, like there was a family from Australia that was sitting next to us and they, 
love ranch dressing. Apparently, that's not like a thing down there. And so every single night they had garden salad with ranch. That's as, so funny. Yeah. Like one of their you appetizers. Where you're from, everybody's ranch Shirley on Temples. everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the the pool chicken tenders. I don't know what it is about the chicken tenders by the pool, but they are like crack. Um, yeah. I, was, I was like, you're gonna turn into a chicken tender by the time we leave this cruise. So like, the food was just incredible. Like it just it was so good, and you know, I, I don't even know. It, all around, very very good experience. Does it replace our our Royal Caribbean experiences? Not exactly. You know, Cam is like the drink package. We still prefer. Well, and if you've got days like where you're just kicking around and and like you had that extra day where you didn't get onto Castaway Key, yeah, it probably would have been good for you guys to have a drink package on those days. Yeah, I will say closer to like six and seven, day six and seven, like I was kind of over drinking. Jeff will appreciate this. Um, Every morning from 10 to 12, they had a guy named Martin who had a Bloody Mary cart. And he would come by (laughs) with homemade tomato juice. And all sorts of fixins and make homemade Bloody Marys for five dollars. Nice. So wow. we had we had Bloody Mary uh morning meetings is what we called them. So we'd be like, Okay, <laughs> ten o'clock. Bloody, Bloody Mary meeting. man. That's great. Yeah. I feel like that Martin job. Would that be Mary fun cards? to be like yeah. the Bloody Mary man and just run around and make everybody's yeah. everybody have a yeah. great start and, to their well, day? Well he yeah, he had stuff to make like <laughs> pleats bellinis and all sorts of different morning drinks. Oh, but the, wow. the big thing was the uh, was the Bloody Mary cart. And the other thing about Disney Cruise Line, I think that was incredibly impressive, was on the first night they knew our names. Yeah. Our serving staff knew our names. They knew our names the entire time. My assistant server knew that I wanted a Coke every time I came to dinner. Yeah. They knew yeah. I wanted butter with my my bread instead of like whatever dipping sauce there was that night. Um, kind that of a server eater. follows you around, right? Yes. Basically, so yeah. So once they learn um, that stuff, they know like it every night. in the morning, yeah. well, we, like, we went to Cabanas, and every morning, our assistant server, you're, the assistant servers typically work in Cabanas in the morning, and so our assistant server, I think his name was Frico. It was a very kind of strange name. Like, I couldn't pronounce it. Um, but he noticed that I liked the pog juice, and so every morning when he saw me getting my food, he would say, oh, where are you sitting? And I'd point, and he would already have my juice sitting at the table. Like, Well, and that's, if you're eating at Cabana's, that's all self-serve. So he would right. have had to, like, I mean, so you can would, get that yourself. Yeah, he would actually, that's pretty impressive that he yeah. would do that for you because he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do it, right. <laughs> yeah, he have to do Cabana's it. And like our, self-serve, yeah. Um, our, Cam and I are kind of one of these that, like, when we're on vacation, we just kind of, like, get the shower. We just throw our clothes in a pile, like the dirty clothes pile or, well, you know, whatever. And so our, our stateroom attendant would take the time to fold our clothes when you didn't Aww. have to, like, you know. And the, the service was, like, they didn't have to know our names the first day. But they, you know, by the second day, they knew our preferences. They knew, you know, things like that. So it was just very thoughtful. And I know that's their job, but it, it does make the experience a little more pleasant when you know you feel like they actually do care about their jobs and they're not just there yeah. and but well and they're there to serve i mean yeah that's right yeah. i think a great thing when they've made you the focal point of you know i think yes. that you know we sometimes we lament a little bit that that the disney parks have lost a little bit of that you know, I mean, you still find it some, but it, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's quite as 
you know, as it used to be, uh, you know, and I think that, that Disney Cruise Line still has that in a big way. I felt spoiled, like, you know, almost spoiled to a fault. Like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like I kept telling Neil, which is our stateroom host, you don't have to fold our clothes, Neil, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, no, it's fine. You know, I don't (laughs) mind. It keeps me busy, you know, or whatever. I had an eye infection. And so Neil would make sure that they're like, I the door and I had a compress on my eye. And of course he was like, Oh, do you need me to call the doctor? And I said, no, it's okay. I, I had it. I'm on antibiotics for it. And every day he made sure I had extra clean washcloths and he uh-huh. would switch them out for me when they noticed that they were used. And I was like, no, you don't have to touch them. I'm like, they're kind of gross. He was like, I'll just like, I'll take care of them. Just tell me where to drop them off. And he was like, no, that's okay. I have gloves. You know, I'll take care of it. And mm-hmm. he'd make sure there was extra washcloths and he would, you know, make sure I didn't need anything. And, um, he noticed that I was using, cause you can use tea bags to actually help with inflammation when you have eye infections. And so I'd go upstairs to get tea bags. So he actually started leaving them in the room when he noticed that wow. I had yeah. them. So like the service is like literally, it's, it's impeccable. Like I can't explain the little things that they pick up on. I mean, they're trained, they're trained to do their jobs very well. Like Disney makes sure that they really, they really do their job. But you know, my, my last and final tip is when you go on a Disney cruise, do the things, play the trivia, go to bingo, Mm -hmm. like, you know, get out there and do mix. We, we did mixology. We weren't a huge fan, but that doesn't mean that, other people weren't. I don't like, you know, I keep bringing up, like, negative things when we have, like, an amazing cruise. They brought out the the drinks already mixed oh. and then talked about how to make them. And when we've done mixology at home, that's not yeah. really the, You sit no. at the bar and you mix your own drinks. That's the fun yeah. of it. It's like, oh, I'm a heavy pour. Not, I didn't do a heavy enough pour. Or, oh, this doesn't yeah. taste your eye. You know, learning. And so I brought that up to the beverage. I brought it up to guest services because it was $50 for the two of us. It wasn't exactly cheap and they were just little sample drinks they weren't full size and so they actually had the beverage manager come and talk to me at dinner and he took care of the you know the and I gave him you know he was like well what would you have liked to see and I was like well this is the way you have to do it like a recipe card at least would have been nice to take home so that way we can try to recreate them at home and we didn't get that either and so you know, it was different on the dream. It was different on the dream. Yeah, when we, had, when we did we it on the dream, we actually did do the the mixing, and I mean, we did like five different drinks, and I was in a group of I don't know, six people, something like that, and we each did a different. Like I did one drink, and somebody else did another, and somebody else did another. You know, so so I mean, I, I don't I don't know why it would have been different. You know, than they it was. said it varies because I I said that to the beverage manager that you know sometimes. I've been hearing different things and they said that, you know, unfortunately, even though Disney has a lot of consistency and a lot of things, like things do vary ship by ship. So they just, that's basically what he said. And he said that it had something to do about sanitation, but when you're mixing your own drink and it's already pre-portioned, I don't see what the, what the sanitation issue is, but I don't like, I don't know about all that, but. To me, that kind of just sounded like a blanket response to, you know, because most people don't fight things when, oh, it's a sanitation issue. Now, I will tell you the one thing not to do is to let your kid get a fever, not let them get a fever, but when your kid has a fever and is in the hospital the night before your cruise, don't post it on the cruise group because everyone will know and give you the stink eye for the rest of the cruise when your kid has a fever. (laughs) True story that happened. 
Um, so somebody posted the day, like literally that day we were getting off the airplane and she's like, we've been in the hospital since last night with little one having a fever, say a prayer. We make it today. And that's when you take your trip insurance and you go home. Like, yes, you know, but they let her on. They let her, they know, I mean, cleared her. Oh, she said they probably lied on the form. Well, yeah, they lied on the form, but she said because they were you had to be on the ship by three thirty, and they didn't check in until three fifteen. And she had she showed them the paperwork from the hospital. So so maybe because kids get fever sometimes or something that's that's not a lot of virus or not you know the little kid can get a fever because they're like you know they're they're cutting a tooth or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, kids run fevers for all reasons and no reasons at all. But don't post it on the cruise group because yeah. we'll give you a stink eye. Everybody's yeah. going to assume it's typhoid Mary. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or the flu. Quarantine. Quarantine. Well, she, I guess they tested the little girl for the flu and she came back negative and strep negative. And so the doctor's like, anything other than that isn't highly contagious other than norovirus and she doesn't have the symptoms of that. So... They said, you know, it could be viral or it could be nothing at all. Like, it was just she got a fever overnight and it spiked and they didn't know what to do. So they took her to the local mm-hmm. hospital, you know, which but you're right. I get keep it. it to when yourself. You're, yeah. Keep but it keep it to yourself. yourself. Like, yeah. don't, you know, yeah. maybe tell a couple mom friends that, hey, you know, you might come check on us or whatever. But it was really annoying was we were at Cabana's the next morning and she had baby strapped to her. Uh-huh. And you could... Tell, she had her covered, like, you know, you can pull those little covers up. And somebody asked how she was feeling, and she still said, oh, well, she still has a fever, but we have to eat. Room uh, service. Room service, right. Send, send dad to go get a plate of food. Like, it's like, so hey, you know what? You can order anything, and they'll bring it to you for free. True. <laughs> we ordered a BLT at 2 in the morning, and that was the best BLT I've ever had in my life. Oh, seriously? Um, and it yeah. costs you nothing. Costs you can you tip, you can them, tip yeah. your person. Yeah, you can tip the, yeah. the server, but otherwise, yeah, the food Somebody itself costs you nothing. Somebody brings me a BLT at 2 in the Mickey morning bars. and getting a tip. Mickey bars? Mickey the bars. Best. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm serious. Seen. The best BLT you'll ever have is going to come to, to your room. Yeah. To your room. Oh, yeah, it's really yeah. good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I gained six pounds. Like, I'm not messing around here. Like, it was... It was serious stuff, so, but, yeah, I wouldn't hesitate to spend a full price. Like, we're looking at one at that goes from San Juan to Miami in November, next November. So, and I'm trying to convince Megan to let me take the kids, her and the kids, in May. But if we do that, Hunter would have to miss school. So, that's where, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. where we're at. So, but... And Polly can't afford the summer pricing. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it more in the summer? Well, yeah, it is. the one, so the cheapest sailing I can find right now is May, the first week of May, like the four or the three day on the dream. Mm-hmm. And so we've had two snow days, so the kids have to go back to school after Memorial Day for two days. So I thought, oh, well, what we'll do is we'll leave Thursday, take the weekend cruise and come back on Monday on Memorial Day and then he'll go back to school. So he'll only miss one day of school. That'll be perfect. Well, the price difference between the the first week of May and that is like $1,200. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, well, it's so, a holiday weekend too. It's a holiday yeah, weekend so. and it's the start of summer. Yeah. So a lot of like, a lot of schools in the Midwest and stuff are already out. Oh. 
and so it's very expensive. Um, it is. Well, it's more. And it is a even, lot more. Even in August, because I was thinking, oh, well, maybe like the week before school starts, we would go, and it's still super expensive. So it's kind of a or bust at this point. You know, I think the best takeaway from the entire cruise was our our cruise group. We call call ourselves PJ Slub. That's our our <laughs> trivia name. I don't know where we came up with that. So our name's PJ Slub. Um, <laughs> okay, sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Oh, oh, the best. No, I forgot the one. Okay, one more thing. We did an open bar that we coordinated ourselves within our cruise group, and then we did an ugly wonder bar crawl. To <laughs> bars on this ship and it was amazing oh that is funny so we we had 70 people dressed up in ugly sweaters and christmas gear and running around the ship like a bunch of five-year-olds and we <laughs> we were adults it um one of the girls moms was there in a wheelchair we called her peggy roller and said that her name's peggy walker but she's in a wheelchair so we called her peggy roller all week <laughs> uh, so like even peggy roller like was in on it it was it was great great so that was Toga Mickey and I took a picture. Apparently, Toga Mickey's like the mascot for this group that travels. And so me and Toga Mickey took a selfie and all that good stuff. So, cool. yeah, that was that was the best event we did the entire week was our ugly sweater party. Just fun. We'll we did awesome. not win. We did not win, but that's okay. Yes, we didn't but, really you, put much but you, you did win, though. Yeah, you but did we win. did. Yeah, you're but winners. We, we are. We all winners. <laughs> So that's it. That was so glad you had a good time. Yeah. We've drank the Kool-Aid and it's bad. Yep. (laughs) Oh yeah. Once you you do it, once you hit that, you know, once you get on a Disney cruise ship, man, it's hard to go back to anything else. It is. So cool. You know, we'll probably go back to just because it's more price effective than, you know, anything, but when we need a vacation, but Disney is definitely a treat. So Mm -hmm. good way to put it. It's a treat. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is. Unless you live in Florida like Kathy and you can just drive over there. Then it's well, yeah, the, I mean, out of the flight expense, but the, yeah, the cruise itself, the cruise itself is still expensive. Yeah, they, I, we don't get a Florida mm-hmm. disc, a resident discount or anything like that. They have some, but you have to be able to, they're for longer sailings than we usually take and you have to be able to go like next week. Yeah. Generally. So. It's got to be a like, last yeah. minute thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like exactly. when they need to get Do rid it. of, when they need to, dump yeah, they've some got some open staterooms, right? Yep. Plus, you know, that's how kind of our discounts go. It's just random, and they update every week on Thursday. And so never know. Like, there's an agent discount right now at Appreciation Sailing for the Puerto Rico, the seven night in January. So if we wouldn't have done this one, we would have done that one. But mm-hmm. um, there's two two different sailings in January. But we only get Shelby, like, what, four to six weeks notice at that Barely. It shall be so on to leave. I'm on. I was muted. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Cut, like three weeks. Three. Yeah. Three to six weeks normally. Yeah, three to six weeks. So by then it's like you got to pay the flights work out. Six yeah. That's why we're going to go out to New York in October. But yeah. The dogs are excited. We're home. <laughs> that sounds like a great yeah. trip. It was. It was I'm really excited to try one trip. sometime. Yeah, you need to do it. Jen, you, you guys would are going really on a cruise, it. right? Yep, yep. And March. out of Galveston? No, out of Port Canaveral. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exciting. Have you done yeah. it before? Have you even Disney Cruise before? I have not ever been on any cruise, so. <gasps> oh, oh that will be great. I love it. When, it. when is it? When are you going? Um, March 8th through the 11th. 
All right. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I want to we'll hear some, your. I mean, before him, maybe we'll have some more tips. You know, we'll talk tips. <laughs> yes. Yay. Any questions? Like as you're planning, if you have questions, you can ask. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get a whole lot of time to plan, but, um, oh, and just for reference, like we showed up at the port, our port time was one o'clock and we showed up at noon and we had no problems checking in. Um, we got our port arrival time or group number 22. And by the time we checked in, went to the supervisor's desk about the upgrade and then took our picture by the Disney cruise line thing and got upstairs. It was like group like 16 and they called another group every 10 minutes. So, and at one point they did like group like 18, 19 and 20 all at once. So. It took us maybe 30 minutes to board. Yeah, that's what they do on the magic. They rip, they whip them through so fast to get on that boat. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take much at all. So. Yeah. That's cool. So that's all. All right. Okay. Well, take us out, Jeff. Yep. Give me two seconds. One Mississippi. Oh. Two Mississippi. <laughs> oh. Oh, Cam does that to me. One M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Cricket letter, cricket letter, I, humpback, humpback. Oh my god, what the heck? Cricket letter, cricket letter, I, SS. That's just like a humpback, humpback, I. I know. Throw a ball in the air and do it. Now go. That's what I used to do on the playground and I was young. Yeah. Okay. Back when we were young. Okay, I'm ready now. Carry on. Well, that's all we have for this week's show. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. As always, thanks for living the Mouse Life with us, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 